Wow. Yeah, I don't even know what I would want to talk about about Giuliani. Like, there's so much. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he is <Totally>. nonsense. <laughs> so you haven't. So Jared, you haven't heard the the Cohen news. The the stuff about Cohen. I've been out of the loop since about three p.m. No, four p.m. Yeah. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast for Tuesday, May 8th, 2018. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. If you want to join in on our conversation, you can go to facebook.com slash profanearg. You can post your thoughts or a link to an article you might want to have us discuss uh, this week on the podcast. Hey, I didn't really fill this in. We're going to be covering a lot of stuff. Probably the late-breaking news about uh, Cohen and the money he got... Uh, last year from Russian oligarchs? Yeah, we'll be what? talking about that later. <laughs> what? You're going to make me wait for that? <laughs> yep. I've been out of the loop for three hours, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but first, I uh, got a few follow-ups. First, right after we finished recording last time, the Catholic school that was doing the shoulder condoms for the prom, so <laughs> if the, the girls showed up and they cleavage was exposed in any way they were going to get a nice little pink shoulder condom to wear to cover themselves well they have rescinded that uh they rescinded it directly after we recorded <laughs> and they said that their their intention with the poncho which is what they were calling it not a condom their intention was not to make students feel uncomfortable but to remind them of the dress policy and if necessary they will provide wraps and shawls but the shoulder a poncho was just to scare kids into, you know, dressing correctly. Uh, no, no, no. Not kids. Girls. Girls, right. Specifically. Yes. Well, there's no such thing as penis cleavage, so. <laughs> <laughs> but there is, there, there, there is, you know, uh, plumber's butt. I was going to say, isn't there, though? <laughs> Have you never there's... seen anybody in sweatpants and no underwear? Oh, yeah. It's hilarious and awful all at the same time. <laughs> but Hopefully you're not going to prom with that. Yeah, but <laughs> no. also that's unintentional. I mean, right. I, I would assume it's unintentional. <laughs> Striding across campus periodically, it's... Well, no, th I would say yeah. that's equivalent to a large-breasted woman wearing a tight shirt, and it's like, what can she do? She has big breasts and a tight shirt. I got a big dong, and I'm wearing this. But there's not, like, a little thing where I can wear, <laughs> like, shows part of my penis as I walk around. <laughs> The, the, uh, the rock stars in the 70s seemed to manage it. They wore the tightest pants possible. I think we and might have struck gold here, though. <laughs> <laughs> An untapped market. Mm -hmm. So the, the policy, I think that they were uh, embarrassed, and now they've defaulted back to their other policy, which is just shaming women without you know letting them know ahead of time that they're going to be shamed. So Yeah, I'm sorry, but forcing a kid to wear a wrap or shawl just, just because you, you, know, you don't like the way they dress, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's not... It's not as obvious, maybe, but, uh, eh. And what's going to happen if they do show cleavage? Is the school going to burn down? Is God going to smite them? The boys will be tempted. All right, well, teach boys not to rape. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, why isn't that a plan ever? Oh, right, it's Catholic school, right? Mm. Or mm. just not worry about it, because it's probably not... It's Listen, <laughs> despite, <laughs> uh, despite the contrary to what we've been hearing, men will not just straight up rape a woman. 
Some will. You're, Most won't. Some will, but I'm sure the cleavage has nothing to do with that. Sure. They're going to rape those women either way. So might as well let the non-raping men have a little show. <laughs> right, Ian? <laughs> that's, that's really solid logic. I can't. Normally, I would be like, what are you talking about? But no, that's, that's a sound, dude. <laughs> I can stand by that. Uh, another follow-up I wanted to do, the Free Thought Caucus. That was, I didn't really know what that meant. It And all it really is, is it's a group of the Congress that get together to discuss certain topics. In this case, to promote public policy based on reason, science, moral values. And they have a very clear policy. There's four things that, uh, that are on it. Provide uh, the moral frameworks and ethical values and personal religious journeys. Like they can talk to each other about this sort of thing. It's, it's not necessarily for atheists and agnostics, but it's specifically to oppose discrimination against the nuns, basically. Mm. And... Or religious people in general. Well, we've talked about this before, that, you know, there can be people that believe in, in some god um, or gods, whatever, that are still good people. These are good people that are being inclusive of atheists, agnostics, and right. everybody. So, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a very good thing. But uh, the one thing that I wanted to bring up, and this was on the Friendly Atheist website, a lot of conservative backlash about this. Of course. Kind of as you'd expect. But the one that he brings up, and I can see why, Steve Deese. I've never heard of this guy before, but apparently he's part of the Conservative Review website. <laughs> he wrote an article about this caucus specifically, and some of the quotes that are on there are amazing. So he referenced the, the members who signed on for this as a few uh, congressional Democrats yearning to take the total depravity spotlight back. Their goal is to burn American exceptionalism to the ground. I hate that. I hate that expression, American exceptionalism. It's so elitist. Yeah. He says uh, that hell demands more. Time to think bigger. Time to kill God. He claims that they are, are trying to kill God. <laughs> uh, free thought indeed, as, as in free of any thought altogether. So he's, yeah. Wow. He's Wait, amazing. Who is he talking about? He's talking about the members of Congress who formed the Free Thought Caucus. Oh, my God. That's right. I, you know, that's what I hear on Facebook all the time. Mm. Liberals want to burn the country down. Yeah. <laughs> they are un-American. They, they will not. That, that were like Nazis. Wow. So I'll link, a, I'll link the article just so that you can, can see it. Uh, it's such propaganda. It's just amazing. And if you don't want to read it, I understand. This guy appears to just be an asshole. So, <coughs> so the next thing that I wanted to follow up on, I this had completely dropped out of the news for a while. Hobby Lobby, the artifacts that they had smuggled into the country. Granted, they would argue they didn't smuggle them in. That they would argue <laughs> that they they purchased them through Turkey, who smuggled them from Iraq. They <laughs> Indiana Jones them in. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be clear, they they purchased them and paid money to a whole bunch of different shady different names, like eight different people they sent money to in various different countries. The whole thing, they had to have known that they were stolen artifacts. And I can't believe that they didn't know that these were not artifacts taken by ISIS. So they were give, they gave $1.6 million to ISIS, Hobby Lobby. Indirectly, so, but yes. Yeah, just so they could get their hands on ancient artifacts. Oh, where's the boycott? Is there a boycott going on that I can join? No. No, no boycott? Okay. No. I guess I can only boycott the companies that don't want to use the NRA. Yeah. 
Damn. So they they, inter, they indirectly funneled millions of dollars to ISIS, um, got caught, paid a $3 million fine, and had then had to give back all of the things that they purchased nefariously through a black market. Wow. Good Christians they are. So, what a surprise. Yeah. Religious people full of shit. I, yeah. I can't believe this. <laughs> Not in America. Not with our exceptionalism. Yeah. <laughs> So this is just a follow-up. They had to send everything back. So, so since the Iraqis are getting a little bit better organized now, so good Christians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't really have anything else. I just wanted to bring them up again specifically because it's just astounding. Like you said, why don't we hear more about this? Why why aren't there people angry about this? Apparently it's because they're Christians, so they get a pass. They yeah, why a- aren't these MAGA-hatted fuckfaces boycotting them for funding ISIS? It's a good yeah. question. But they're never going to rent a car from Enterprise again. <laughs> what? Why not? Or that price do? Because you, you don't get the NRA discount anymore. <laughs> oh, right. Which, like, eight people ever got? Is ridiculous. The hypocrisy in this country <laughs> is astounding. Yeah. Uh, moving on over to some state news. In Iowa, they have passed the most stringent abortion law. Six weeks, roughly. It's any time, uh, basically, if they're going to uh, do an abortion, the doctor has to see if he can detect a heartbeat. And if he can detect a heartbeat, which is roughly about six weeks in pregnancy, then they can't do an abortion. Wow. So uh, and this this has specifically been designed to try to be used. I mean, they are, I, I'm quite sure they are waiting for the lawsuit so that they can take this up to the Supreme Court to do a Roe versus Wade. Sure. Overturn. <sighs> Fun days ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly. You just don't know where to focus your energy, do you? No. Too many places. <laughs> and over in Des Moines, the uh, part of the budget that they put through has taken away all of the grants for uh, sex ed that were going to Planned Parenthood. So Planned Parenthood can no longer get a grant for sexual education. Basically, they're trying to narrow it down to abstinence-only teaching, which is going to lead to more abortions. So yeah. Good job. I don't know what you're thinking. Well, again, it's it's the sex is not for fun. Sex is for procreation. And you're a sinner if you have sex for fun. And we just need to, you know, get that drilled into everybody's head and then it'll be all fine. <sighs> yeah. Con- convince people that, that sin is real. It, mm. It's actually just a made-up disease for them to sell you a made-up cure. That state is going to be a clusterfuck soon. Yeah. They're going to have rampant crime. Rampant, their, their economy is going to go to shit. <laughs> yep. Nice going, Iowa. And there's going to be, and because there's no condoms, there will be um, STDs, there will be unintended teen pre- pregnancies, there will be back alley abortions, so it will be a health crisis. It will be, I mean, the whole thing is just ridiculous. Every time they try to do this, you look at the results and see what happens, and you see teen pregnancy goes up, STDs go up, AIDS goes up. It always doesn't work. And yet they keep trying, and I don't understand why. Oh, to hell with your facts. Oh, right. Scientific <laughs> method. Right. I forgot. Yeah. I, uh, Fuck those facts. Yeah. Made up by <laughs> rich scientists. Liberals. Yep. Snowflakes. So they said that previously the Planned Parenthood had received $305,000 roughly through the uh, three grant programs this last year, but the new law prevents them from getting any of those the grant money. Hmm. <sighs> Over in Kansas and Oklahoma have both approved religious veto on LGBT adoptions. 
So those both of those states have made it so that if you are a person of faith, uh, you can deny an adoption based on anything in your faith. So this is for um, adoption agencies that are run by the church? Well, specifically, yes. Okay. Now, the way it's worded is a sincerely held religious belief. How do so, you gauge sincerely held? Right. Because <laughs> you say so? Um, uh. One of the people who was, was for this said, uh, quote, There is no homosexual agenda. I was told that when we were saying that there was one, and now we find out there is an agenda. What was once tolerated is now becoming dominant and is intolerant, totally intolerant. Talking about the gay agenda being intolerant of religious freedom. Those horrible gay people wanting to take care of homeless children. What? Yeah. Now, I think I think people have it in mind that, uh, you know, if a homosexual couple gets a hold of a kid, then, you know, that kid's doomed. They're going to be raised as a homosexual. That's true. Uh, it is so, a choice. It is a choice. <laughs> then how come all these gay kids are coming out of good Christian homes? How does that work? They're choosing it. Yeah. But if it's if it's learned behavior, where liberal they professors from? and teachers. Oh. Come on, there's an answer for everything. Sure. By the way, if I could pause for one second, am I gonna enjoy this Michael Cohen story? Is it gonna make me smile when we get yes. to it? Yes. Okay, because you so. are putting me in the sunken place. <laughs> yeah, I know. The yeah. During the show, okay. Well, like I, I said this before we started recording that uh, a lot of these things, I'm like, I'm not sure how much of it's going to get traction. It's just a whole bunch of bad news. <laughs> yeah, this is. We'll awful. do the bad stuff first, and then we'll we'll end up on a high note. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I was going to be smiling at the end of the show because you're you're. <laughs> I hope so. You're revving me up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one thing in this article about the uh, the laws that were passed in Kansas and Oklahoma, the very last line on the AP, if you're a single person or a gay person or a divorced person or you're Jewish, then you better think twice before you call the uh, adoption agency because it's a religious held belief. They can single out anyone. They wow. can say that anyone can adopt a kid because of whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as long as you had a religious belief, which could be nearly anything, sure. the way that it's worded, it's not specifically for Christians, which would be worse being able to put in there how Christians can say anything they want about, you know, who gets to adopt the kid. Well, what, what happens if the, the Mormons backslide a little bit and say that, you know, uh, black Americans are not allowed to adopt kids? Yeah, I was just about to ask, did they say black under their breath? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not that long ago that it was not possible to be black and a Mormon, at least not right. in leadership. Yeah, Wait, they won't I, let they won't let Jews adopt. Too well, it it no. What they're saying they could, is they're saying they could use that as a, they right. could use you, the law. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you could use it because it's it's very generically worded. I, I definitely you can't be Muslim, <laughs> hmm. Jewish. Man, you're the chosen people. You might yeah. be right. The way it's worded, I don't see why you couldn't say, yeah, I don't want that Muslim couple to, to have uh, access to adopted kid because, you know, they'll enforce Sharia law and that's against my religion. So, right. man. Shouldn't Sharia so law just be against your moral being? Not just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, but over in Illinois, here's, here's a better, better story. Uh, in Illinois, the Senate has approved a bill requiring public schools to teach LGBT history. Uh, this is something that already exists in California, uh, was enacted last year in California, but uh, the Senate voted just uh, last Wednesday that 
the schools should be required to teach LGBT history. So just as a lot of states have a law saying that you need to teach the history of civil rights, this is for specifically the LGBT community and and progress that has been made. Now, according to this, each school would be free to do that as they see fit. So it's not really stringent in any way. But um, I I think that's a step forward. And yeah. w- but what are they teaching? Like the gay rights movement or yeah, what is people that? in history? Yeah, right. What's, say again. Gay pe- history, yeah, historical gay people. Yeah, I mean there yeah, are. Yeah, but shouldn't those historical gay people just be in regular history? Yeah, but, but the yes, you could say the same thing. Same thing about Black history too, though. So well, th- but that's the thing is like when you talk about the presidents, do you skip over Obama and put him in Black history, or do you just <laughs> teach about Obama? <laughs> Well, I think the point of it is is to point out to people that there has there are all these people that exist in history that were gay, and they're just people, and you just don't know they're gay because it's never been brought up. We're just bringing it up so you know that they're nah, just I don't, people. I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> if you want to talk about the gay rights movement and stuff like that, that, that's yeah. fine, but like, I don't think we need to specifically point out who's gay and who wasn't gay. We don't point out who was black and who wasn't. We just say, this is the guy. I kind of I kind of agree with what you're saying. I really think that this is more about the the movement. That's, then I'm perfectly fine with that. And I think well, it's also to normalizing. I mean, right. how many how many kids that have been brought up to think that you know gay people are not normal? I mean, no, look, he, let's talk about all the people in history that are gay and they're normal. That's fine. There's, there's nothing abnormal about these people. But they you're still but society. you're still separating them out though when you're talking, and that's the, that that's why I'm saying like, shouldn't it just all be Mixing together, and then if you find out on your own that your favorite historical figure was gay, then, I don't know, go see a therapist and deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just an attempt, part of it is an attempt to just n- normalize that they're just people just like everybody else, and that the, what your pastor says in your church is not correct. Well, I can't argue with that if they start teaching that. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a great course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's just an attempt to push back against what other people are saying, and that's worth doing, I think. It's interesting that you, the way you phrase that, the, the, uh, going against the pastor of your church, that's one thing that I never experienced. Now, granted, I, I was a member of the Friends Church, so they're fairly, fairly liberal-minded mm. at this point, but I never heard a pastor say anything negative about homosexuality while in church Did or he outside say anything? of church. Did he say anything about homosexuality? No, no. Mm. Well, because we kept them in the shadows back then, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's possible. <laughs> they weren't all highfalutin and running around having parades and shit. <laughs> yeah, that is true. It 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 was just never brought up. I think. Mm. Well, I didn't know that the you know the village people were gay. So <laughs> <laughs> they were just flamboyant. Yep. <laughs> Little young me went, oh, cool, an Indian. <laughs> all right, this is. Uh, are you ready, Jared? This is the, probably the biggest negative. Yeah, I love how it says on here, "World News: We are fucked." Okay, yeah, that, I'm, I'm that bracing was, for it. That was my that was my note. Uh, the amount of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, the last, uh, well, just recently, the level is higher in uh, 800,000 years, and uh, the scientists are now predicting deadly consequences. The carbon dioxide level. Is And if you scroll down on the article that I'm going to link, it's on the Business Insider. Near the bottom of the article, there are a couple charts that have temperatures in Antarctica and global average and uh, also has CO2 levels. And the CO2 levels really coincide with the temperatures and just within the last few years have uh, 
just Spiked. increased the chart by double. Yeah. And yeah, they're just, they, they literally went off the chart. They had to make the chart bigger for our last few years. So they're expecting that temperatures rising uh, globally up to, up to three degrees, which is insane. It is. And how long? Cause I can't see the website. Oh, right. They probably have an ad blocker thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me find that. Yeah, I had to I had to allow ads on this page in order to see it. So the Par- it says that the Paris Agreement was to limit cl- uh, global temperature increase to two degrees Celsius or less, but it looks like we are on track for a three degree three degrees of warming. And yeah, it doesn't give a time frame. I'm sure it does somewhere, but I'm just missing it. It's I'll, I'll call the prodigal son science expert. Ask him. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like he dropped this story on us like a year ago. Yeah, I know. Well, there was like the, the the Great Barrier Reef was dying, and he was like, "Well, no, there was that, but he there was a a carbon dioxide in the air that was like, even if we spent a hundred percent of our resources trying to reverse it now, it's too late. We're already doomed." There is a certain amount of doom that's already built in, yes, but it could get way worse. What's <laughs> worse than doom? <laughs> well, I mean, doom Super equals doom? doom equals Miami underwater. <laughs> oh, that's a small amount of doom. <laughs> yeah, but it's a horrifically expensive amount of doom is the problem. Right. That That's going to be the, the major crisis is that what does it do to the economy of, of countries, right. entire countries? Sure. I mean, Bangladesh is going to be underwater. Right. That, I know there's going to be a humanitarian crisis and all those things. Right. And all of this is, you know, 25 years, 50 years, 75 years from now of, of varying degrees. But uh, I don't know why the numbers that they're putting together – I'm thinking it's going to be even quicker than that, like 20 to 30 mm. years. That's crazy. Yeah. So if so you have a beach house. almost dying. Hmm? So I'll probably almost be dying. So <laughs> yeah. Hopefully by then I'll be able to join up with the People's Republic of Disney and just be a warrior for them. <laughs> <laughs> one of the consequences of the uh, climate change currently is that one third of the Bering Sea ice vanished in eight, eight, eight days back in February. So their spring came crazy early with a with a um a couple of hot days and this is you know, it's the worst it's been since you know last year <laughs> right oh, i mean again but unless you're russia they love it sure gives them access they to love. open water oh my goodness all the shipping and oil drilling that can occur yeah if they well, don't have that iced over bering sea they love global warming right now sure it makes more of their land arable it makes more of their ports accessible more of the year it's great for russia yep and not so that can't, nothing bad come from that, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the way that it, it makes it available so that they can, you know, take more oil out of the ground because mm. that'll help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. I thought that was the low moment. That was the worst news that I have. Is the humans Kind of puts are, all the other things in perspective. Our time's, yeah. our time's limited, really. <laughs> On to national news. Uh, the House chaplain. I wanted to bring this up just because it happened and it was weird. Paul Ryan went and told, apparently an aide to Paul Ryan, went and told the uh, the, the House chaplain that he should resign, that uh, the speaker was asking for his resignation. So he submitted his resignation and then there was some backlash because pretty much directly after he gave a speech or a uh, a prayer at the house where he called for, uh, what was it? He, he called for equality in the tax reform that hadn't quite passed yet. Uh, okay. And yeah, after he gave a speech that was kind of a zing against the the tax bill that right, Ryan right. would put through, that that's when Ryan asked him to resign. And then 
Ryan was saying, no, it's it's because of pastoral services. He wasn't performing uh, his duty correctly. Mm-hmm. But then when the story <laughs> came out that it wasn't By that, agreeing with me? Or <laughs> what, yeah. what was he doing wrong? <laughs> well, he doesn't... This guy's a free thinker. We can't have that shit. <laughs> as far as I know, he didn't give any specific examples, which was part of the problem, is that uh, Conroy, who's the, the chaplain, said... You never, nobody ever came to me and said what I was doing wrong. It was just, oh, you've been doing stuff wrong. Give me your resignation. Right. And to be clear, what he said, that our our great nation has created opportunities that have allowed some to achieve great success while others continue to struggle. That was his rebuke of the tax bill. That's pretty mild. <laughs> yeah, very. But that, that was enough. So apparently he has now rescinded his resignation and is like, no, I'm going to serve my term unless you can, you know, fire me for just cause. And Ryan back down. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there had to have been a fundamentalist Christian that wanted to be in this role and just kind of pushed Ryan to do it. And since he is a complete kiss ass at the moment, he did. That's the only thing I got. I mean, what's her name? Or it just could be that he said something against what they did and he's like, I can't have that. Because yeah. I'm not really religious. I'm a total piece of shit with no spine. Mm. So let's get someone in here who's going to you know, say that our tax cut is great. That God loves this tax cut. He's all over this shit. <laughs> first of all, my first question is, like, why is there a fucking house chaplain? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. And he's a, he's a Catholic. He is a Jesuit. But why Catholic. is there any? Is there also a house rabbi? Is there also a house Muslim whatever the fuck they have? <laughs> a mom? <laughs> Hey, mom. Yeah. I don't no. believe so. I think the, the chaplain is just for all uh, religious spiritual needs of the house, which... Oh. But why? 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 Yeah. I thought it was supposed to be separation of church and state. Who would have installed this? No, God gave them the, 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 um, the constitution directly. Don't you know that? <laughs> I did see the painting. That's true. Yeah. It's so weird. How long has that been there? Um, I don't know. <laughs> For a long, long time. I mean, I can't imagine the founders had it installed. Wait, what painting? No, no, no the, the house chaplain. The, oh. I'm ta- the, the painting I'm talking about is this this <laughs> bullshit painting someone made of Jesus handing the Constitution to some kid. Ah. And then all like all the founding fathers are behind him. It's ridiculous, but. Sure. Like, I can't imagine when the founders came up with all this shit, and they're like, okay, and this is going to be the House of Representatives, and we're going to install a house chaplain. Well, it wouldn't have been a Catholic. Back yeah, then. certainly. Certainly so, would not have been a Catholic. No. Not but a the very fact that there would be any religious figure anywhere in there seems to go against what they were initially trying to do. Right. Well, apparently the, the chaplain of the house was first put in office on May 1st, 1789. Wow. Wow. Hmm. So, yeah, he's been there as long as we've been around, pretty much. There you go. All right. I stand corrected. Why is that still there? <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's still a good question. The hell were those guys thinking? <laughs> I mean, a lot of them were religious, um, specifically Protestant religion, so... I, I'll accept it if it was put there, like, saying, like, look, these guys are going to be working hard. They can't get to church on Sunday. We're going to have to have something, you know, off to the side here that they can go do. Sure. I'll take that. And Paul Ryan, if if you did fire this guy because of what he said, <laughs> who the fuck is listening to him? We would have never known about it. Yeah. It's not yeah. like it's televised. I'm sure it is on C-SPAN, but every once in a while. But who watches that? <laughs> Nobody watches that. No. Only John Oliver. Hmm. All right. I just wanted to bring it up because House Chaplain, weird. And firing him, weird. 
Yeah. Both stories that, is strange. And if he hadn't been fired, like you said, nobody would have known. Nope. Yep. So, this I found interesting. Uh, this came up in one of my atheist newsletters. A poll was done across the country. It was a public religion research institute in 2017. One of the questions was supporting gay marriage. And Muslims in the United States now have a higher percentage that support gay marriage than evangelical Christians. (laughs) Muslims, who, as we are told constantly by the Christians kill people at, you know, the a drop of a hat, and one of the reasons being because of homosexuality. Turns out, yeah, there's a whole bunch of moderate Muslims in the United States. Hmm. Because uh, by a margin of 51%, they favor same-sex marriage compared to four years ago, where 51% were opposed. So it's quite a decent swing. Hmm. It's almost, what, it's 17% swing from in, in a year. So, I mean, that's... Four years. Oh, was it four years? Four years. Oh, yeah, it was four years. And they said that there's similar results for black Protestants, 54% opposing gay marriage uh, compared to 43% in the latest (laughs) findings. So it's 54% in 2014, 43% now. So 11-point swing. So gay marriage, people are coming around a little bit. Even the religious people are coming around a little bit. So, But uh, I really find it amusing that it's a higher percentage of Muslims than in Christians that were polled. Yeah, I mean, Christians really had to dig in their book to find a condemnation of the gays. And in, in the Quran, it, it's a little clearer. So that is an, <laughs> a, it was a surprising result to that poll, yeah. Most of, I think most of the uh, anti-homosexual stuff are is actually the Hadiths. Um, mm, true. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to remember if there was anything in the Quran, but uh, right now I don't. But the Hadiths are very... <laughs> very specific about it and and but the thing is that doesn't really make a difference because uh, homosexuality is mentioned in whether whether you're sunni or shia the the hadiths talk about homosexuality and how it's abhorrent and should be punished hmm. so it really doesn't matter that it the hadiths are usually regarded as holy scripture Art. right alongside the quran so sure hmm. on a side note because this mm-hmm. came up while i was driving around today have you guys heard about what happened with joy ann reed that name sounds really familiar. She does. She's on that MSNB show, uh, AM Joy or whatever the hell yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know what happened. Uh, she had some blog out a, a while ago. And on it, she said something about watching two gay men kiss is kind of like icky to her, which isn't like looking at it. And now everybody's calling her a homophobe. I think there was more to it than that. There were a number of uh, blog articles. Right. She but she never outright. But she basically was like. I don't know. makes you feel icky to see that. It wasn't right. like, I hate gays and gays shouldn't have rights or anything like that. No. It, it and, was milder than that, yeah. And I started thinking, like, I don't particularly want to watch two two men kiss. It's not something I opt to go see. Um, you know, I don't actively look that out, probably because I'm not attracted to men. But I feel that gay men should have every right in the world to do that or whenever they want to do that and wherever. Just doesn't mean I have to watch it. So am I a homophobe? <laughs> I don't think, and I don't have any idea what she said in in total, but I well, yeah, regardless so, of what what she said, the people who I were listening to were like saying, like, it, if that's the case, you're a homophobe and you're a piece of shit. No, what the they were alluding to. You you can have your own thoughts in your own head. It's when you blog about it is the issue, especially if you're a person who is a celebrity. You, you but I, now, but I just said it out loud too. 
well, yeah, that's part of a question, though. If 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 it hadn't been Joy Reid, if it hadn't been an article in the newspaper, would you have brought it up? I'm sure I have. I think I brought it up on the Prodigal Sons podcast one time. What I'm it's what possible. I'm saying is, am I a bad person? <laughs> See, I don't think here's I don't think that just because you don't enjoy seeing two men kiss and you vocalize that. No, I mean, okay, it makes me feel icky. Why? Why is that offensive to anyone? If you keep it to yourself, it isn't. But Please. why am I not allowed to say it out loud? You are allowed. Yeah. No I one sh- is preventing you. Yeah. But people can and and people can turn around and judge you for saying it out loud. Yeah. But but why did, would you even get judged for that? Because someone feels differently. Like, how is that any different than me going? You know, I don't really like to date blonde women. I'm not really into blondes. Right. And someone could come out and say. You're crazy. Everybody knows blondes have more fun. Right. What is wrong with you? But they're not. But they're not saying that like I'm a despicable person, and you know you don't like blondes. You're an awful person. It depends on what you what you say, basically, and how you say it, and the context in which you say it. If you well, say like that- for instance, and I know this is way off the topic of what we were talking yeah. about, but <laughs> like I remember I was watching. I think it was the Joe Rogan show or podcast, and this woman was on there, and she was, and she said the same thing. Sort of, she's like, look. I don't have a problem with what Bruce Jenner, Bruce Jenner did that he changed to Caitlyn Jenner or anything like that. He's got every right in the world and and this and that. She's like, but can I have some feelings about it? Like, am I allowed to have feelings about it? Like that it make that it's weird to me. Yes. And because the very fact that she said that people are like, well, you're a fucking piece of shit. Yes. See, I think to me that crosses a line. That's the whole social justice warrior issue where you're just looking to be offended. Just because I say that I don't, that that's not to me. I don't. I don't get it. That doesn't mean that you're attacking the person. Hmm. Saying that that person shouldn't have done that. Now there, you're crossing a line, right? Or lumping you in with people who are actively trying to stop those people from doing that. Like me saying, yeah, like if two guys kiss, I don't know. It's not really appealing to me. You know, it makes me feel weird. Nothing you know, as opposed that. to a guy like I'm gonna stop two guys from kissing ever. <laughs> You know, yeah, that, that television show showed two men kissing. So I'm going to rally and make sure that it never is on television again. Okay, that's wrong. <laughs> right. For instance, <laughs> there's a show I watch where a character died and they brought back a double of that character. It's a kind of a superhero show. Mm-hmm. And the double was gay and he kissed a guy. And I was like, that's weird to see. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, I, don't, I like the straight version of the character better just because. <laughs> and that was that. I had no problem. I didn't boycott the show. I didn't say the show was awful. It's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Would it be confusing of me to tell you that it's possible for you to be both correct? But I don't I, I feel like your concern is that because you're progressive, but not 100 percent, people shouldn't be allowed to judge me. But aren't I 100 percent progressive in the sense that I'm saying I don't care what they do. I don't think anybody should stop them from doing it. Mm, you don't but like it me- enough, Jared. I don't know. <laughs> so I have to enjoy it too on top no. of that? <laughs> if you want the praise from the people you're worried about. Oh, no, if no. You I don't need to think no, no, you're no. a good person. You do not need to go any further. I am in no way, shape, or form seeking praise. I am basically saying, like, why would you attack me in that situation? Like, why would, would any person get attacked in that situation who was like, do whatever the fuck you want. I don't have to watch you do it <laughs> or or enjoy watching it. I think oh, if, if you're for a lot of people it's it's all or nothing. Well, then mm. those then then those people are assholes. 
and they should be I, se- and they should be seeking praise from me. I am not seeking <laughs> praise for right. my lauded. Then I think you have you have nothing to worry about. I'm not think. worried. I'm just I'm right. I'm like to some people, I would be branded a homophobe, though, right? Right. Um, that's insane. That's I mean, all there's I'm just to say. so many things. There's so many, like Ray said, people looking to be outraged. There's so many pitfalls. Mm. If you know, one minute you could be on your way to prom, next minute you could be disparaging <laughs> the entire Asian race because of the dress that you wore. Yeah, that Ooh, was that's weird. Yeah. Absolute monster that girl is. <laughs> I don't know this story, but I have a feeling I know what it is. <laughs> Oh, she, she yeah, she wore an, an Asian style dress to prom and posted it, a picture of her doing so on social media. Said, "Hey, welcome to prom, yay!" And they said, "Cultural appropriation. You need to die, whore." Yeah. And I was so she like, had like oh, an Asian God. floral print yes. typed. Wow, that yeah. is that is lying in the weeds, man. Holy shit. Yeah, if she had done, you know, pulled the corners of her eyes back and was doing something obviously inappropriate, that would right. be one there thing. Was, but there was no, there was no, there was no dress. Right, there was no aping going on. No. There was no hair up in chopsticks with heavy eye makeup or anything even remotely like that. No, it just just wanted to stand out a little bit. Thought she looked nice in the dress, but wow. you know that's that- the problem with a poo. <laughs> that's what you got to remember. <laughs> did by the way, did you guys see the kid who posted the picture asking his girlfriend to prom with the with the little poster that he made? No, uh, was that the was that the one? Uh, the if I were black, I'd be picking cotton. But yes, <laughs> since I'm white, I'm picking you to go to prom with wow. me. Yes. Ooh. Now that is the complete opposite. <laughs> right. That's yes. what they should be. Really <laughs> so wildly inappropriate in the other direction. Like that is so <laughs> ignorant and hateful. And well, I can't be both. I he could be. The, I don't want to. I, I just don't know if he's dumb or hateful. By the smile on his face, it just seemed ignorant to me. Yeah. Ugh. He just was so happy with this little pun that he came up with. <laughs> so on wow, that kind of note, so you're talking about him being ignorant and hateful. Isn't Kanye, <laughs> or is, does he just get a pl- pass because he's black? Kanye, in my opinion, while being... Um, he's obviously ignorant. Both of those things, <laughs> yes. I think... I, don't, I can't see past anything he does as anything more than a publicity stunt. Yes. Kanye Agreed. is generating phony controversy around himself to put himself in the limelight because he is about to announce something. Well, something. he did. He just released a new song. Like Oh, right after that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. The, you didn't hear the Poop Did He Scoop song? No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just wow. Uh, I don't. He is, he is a mediocre producer and even less so of a musician. So I don't. I'm not plugged into his music. But yeah, he's just. He's just an egomaniacal narcissist, and yeah. that's it. He's like Donald Trump. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they have they have a lot in common. But I don't see how – if Kanye is the genius that he is. Oh, he's not. Right, because he's not, yeah. right? So he would have realized, like, while he did get publicity for what he did, it's not the good kind of publicity. To say that you're in support of Donald Trump alienates probably a gigantic chunk of people who listen to your music. And he, he's under the impression that he'll he'll make that up with the, the Trump supporters. They are not going to buy his music. Well, but they oh, love him, be, though. Yeah. They, they love him. They won't give they him money. You'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, there'll be one or two, but they'll not be very I, many. I, I, think, I, think he, I think he made a very calculated, very savvy business decision when he said that. Savvy? 
I think he's mm. going to make a lot of money. I, think I, under, I doubt it. I think he I underestimated think he will, the backlash, though. I don't. I yeah, think, they, I, think, I think he will be forgiven and forgotten soon. Mm, forgotten, yes, I'll give you that. Forgotten, yes, but... <laughs> <laughs> yep, he went from George Bush hates black people <laughs> to... <laughs> to wearing the MAGA hat. Or just not care about black people, to slavery was a choice. Mm. I love Trump. <laughs> yeah. We got dragon it's, power. <laughs> I like what Michael Che said about uh, Kanye on Saturday Night <laughs> Live on the, the weekend update. They came yeah, up with That a, was pretty solid. They came up with a picture of Kanye and it said uh, <laughs> slavery was a choice. And Michael Che just said, pass. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, you know, I also enjoyed the skit after that with the with the quiet place and him tweeting. Yeah. Right. Because there really was a message there like there is so much crazy shit going on and we're still talking about Kanye. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know. And then they mentioned the poop did he scoop thing and I was like, I got to look this up and I was like, wow, it's true. See, I thought that that was just an SNL play. I didn't know that that right, was Right, I a- thought so too. I did not investigate. It, it. is absolutely 100% real. Wow. Poop did he scoop? Poop. I'll have to poop look at that later. Did he scoop? Nice. <laughs> he doesn't just say it once. He does a whole bunch of rhyming with that phrase. That's bonkers. Oh. <laughs> right up there with chew tobacco, chew tobacco, chew tobacco, <laughs> spit. Tobacco, spit. Genius. Uh, Goddamn genius. Uh, okay, so since we're on Trump in a tangential kind of way, one thing that just happened today was we pulled out of the uh, Iran deal. So mm. that'll be fantastic if your uh, name is Bolton. Yeah. You know what Bolton wants, right? We pull the deal. They enrich uranium. They get really close to a nuclear weapon. We find some sort of proof on it, and then we attack Tehran. Right. We take out. We can't figure out though. Why does he want to attack Iran? Like, what does he? What do we get out of that if we destroy? If we fuck up Iran? What does he get out of it? Yeah. What is Bolton's connection to? Does he? Trump gets four more years out of it. Yeah. And Bolton gets. This is straight out of the W playbook. Yeah. It, I, no, I get that part, but okay. he's wanted to blow up Iran long before he was connected to Trump. Well, he wants to blow up a whole bunch. He wanted to blow up Iraq. He wanted. Right. He wants to be in all the wars. He, I think, he is but a what, what shill is, is he for the military industrial complex in general? He but is thinks, he connected to that in any way, or is uh, he just a shill for them? He's a shill for them, and he thinks it's good for okay. the economy. He thinks it's good for us to be in charge militarily. The thing is, though, and and I understand Ian's logic that 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 will keep us keep Trump in. But mm. we're already in a war right now. <laughs> Three. Right. But we got we to have a headline war. Yeah. No, everybody's how, forgotten about that war. But yeah. again, like how badly is a war with Iran going to be for us? Oh, real bad. It's, well, it escalates before we have the war because the, the next thing that will happen – well, an hour after Trump announced that, Israel attacked the Iranians in Syria, an Iranian base in Syria. Well, so that's already, a whole other ball of wax with that. With, right. uh, well, the, with that. But I'm just trying to say like – like, well, again, are we – seriously, like, the, the average Joe of America is going to be affected by a war with Iran? Oh, my goodness. They'll be yeah. glued to the TV during Operation Desert Storm. Three. But we're in one right now, and nobody's glued to the TV. That started the 12 years ago. Right. You can't maintain someone's attention on the same but, thing I, for 12 years. I know, but it's not like it's not like back in the day when we would – you know, when it was, like, Vietnam or stuff like that. Like, it's a lot of, like, people sitting far away and lobbing missiles, and, like, it's just not engaging TV. Oh, right, well, but, I mean, the, the, the airstrikes in the ground war are coming later. Yeah. Right. The, I don't know. I mean, I see what you're saying. I just – I'm not sure if this is – if I ran – pulled like a 9-11-esque thing on us, then yes, I would say absolutely. 
Well, here's the thing. They don't they don't have to pull a 9-11 attack. All they have to do is attack Israel. Right. As soon as they openly attack Israel, now we have an ally that we have to defend. And we keep, will send the entire United States military to do so. And keep in mind that uh, the proof that the reasoning that, that Trump used to get out of the agreement was provided by Israel. Israel said, we have proof that in 2004, I kid you not, in 2004, the Iranians lied about their nuclear program. That is the proof that Trump used to get out of the Iranian deal in 2018, because of something they did 14 years ago. Well, first of all, let's let's assume that Trump's mind was made up right away because it had oh. Obama's name on it. Right. And I and I seriously get the feeling that like that was a coordinated. It wasn't trying to sway Trump. It was like, look, just give give me something. Give me something, right? So the Israelis though provided the proof. Israel wants the um, the deal gone, and Saudi Arabia wants the deal gone, and there was somebody else too. Syria, Syria wants it gone. Uh, somebody else wants it gone. So the next thing that will happen is Saudi Arabia will have to get nuclear weapons, which will happily sell them, um, in order to counter the threat of Iran getting nuclear weapons. And Israel already has them. They've, had, they've been a nuclear superpower for a long time. And my, one of them will attack the other. I don't know which, but then we'll my come other to their defense. My other question is this. We're not the only one involved in this deal, though, right? Correct. 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 So what happens if we pull out? Is the, is, if we pull out, the whole deal's just gone? Goes no. up in flames? No. Um, Rouhani has already said that he's going to talk to the Europeans, which is the French, Germans, and the UK, and China and Russia. They are the other parties involved. He's going to talk to them, and if they can come to an agreement and keep things running steady, Iran's going to stay in the deal and screw America. <laughs> we just won't worry about you. We will have economic treaties with these other five countries, the the rest of the world, basically. Mm, okay. But so, at the same time, he did also say that uh, he, there was a, a statement put out that they will begin more uranium enrichment next week. If. No, he said if they can't come to agreement in the next couple of weeks with those five countries. He didn't say he was going to. He said he could and would if the other five countries, they couldn't come to some agreement. Now that, I don't know who is in more power, Rouhani or Khamenei, the Ayatollah. I don't know how that works in Iran, but yeah, you know, he seems to be the spokesman. So uh. Khamenei is is overall in charge. the The president can be overruled, removed from office mm. by Khamenei. Okay, and has the Khamenei also has to approve. Like the, they have an election and they elect a president, and then they they go to the supreme leader and say, "Yeah, can we have this president?" And mm. he can approve it or deny it. So okay. He, he's the one really in charge, hence Supreme right. in, Leader. In a very real way, because they have to do that in England, too, but hmm. the Queen just pretends to allow them to make a government. Right. Yeah. She exactly. probably comes. Yeah. Whereas Khamenei actually is in charge. But I am imagining that Rouhani wouldn't say anything without his approval then. No. But yeah, fraught with peril. This is, this is, this is really not good. Very true. Hmm. That's all I had on that. Uh, the last thing that I have was a big news that hit right before we started recording. Um, Michael Cohen, Trump's uh, <laughs> former attorney, I suppose Current. former at this point. No, I don't think so. I think he's still his attorney. Is he? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cohen received via the LLC that he used to pay Stormy Daniels. Cohen received about a half million dollars, $500,000 from a Russian oligarch. Now... It's a little complicated, but the oligarch's name is Victor Vekelsberg. Vekselberg. Sorry. Oh, man, I like Vekelsberg better. (laughs) So he has close ties to Putin, and he is a Russian oligarch. His cousin 
runs a company, an LLC, no, I don't think it is, maybe it's an LLC. He runs a company, in any case, that's based in the United States, and it's called Columbus something? Columbus Nova LLC. There you go. It was actually this Columbus Nova LLC that gave the money to Cohen, but Michael Avenatti, who is Stormy Daniels' attorney, says that he has proof that the money came from the oligarch, basically directly, but funneled through this LLC, and that it went into the exact same account that they used to pay Stormy Daniels. In investigating this, they also saw that there was near three, no, near $400,000 being paid by a uh, drug giant, Novartis, mm-hmm. and it was in different lumps. So there was, it was, all of them were just below $100,000 in order to not throw some sort of flag. <laughs> but, uh, so it ended up being like 399000 some odd change dollars that they came from this, this pharmaceutical giant so there's a whole bunch of different money and and wait 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 yeah it's curiously this 400 almost four hundred thousand dollars showed up in this account days before trump had a meeting with the incoming ceo of the giant novartis pharmaceutical company so it was paid play it was just pay while he was president yes Yes, while he was president it was it was (laughs) late last year and early this year that they made the payments and the meeting that he had was this year and the next one was uh, AT&T, paid four separate payments of $50,000 in late 2017 and early 2018. And CNN, while, while they were reporting this, are going, our parent company, AT&T, we need to mention that our parent company is AT&T, our parent uh, company. What are the, and what is he saying these payments were for? He's, he's not assuming anything. He's saying there are payments. Days later, Novartis CEO meets with Trump. He's just reporting, you know, telling days, CNN days what he later, saw. Net neutrality dissolves. <laughs> yeah. And with also, they, Cohen hasn't said it. Like, they're not saying Cohen said anything. Like, these payments were for blank no, the blank. No. no, it's been too soon. Cohen hasn't said anything. Uh, they have completely denied any any sort of comment. They they haven't done anything. Now, my guess is with the AT and T stuff that is it possible that AT and T, who is trying to acquire uh, CNN and what is it, Time Warner? Yeah, that they are made these payments in order to get Trump's ear, in order to get direct access to the president, so that he could maybe grease the wheels and let the deal go through. This but, seems ridiculously stupid to do, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, they never thought that essential consulting, essential consultants, would be found out. So they used it to pay the porn star. They used it to funnel the incoming money from Novartis and AT and T. Yeah, they just never thought. They thought that they were smarter and that nobody would ever find out. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> that's. I hear you, Jared. Apparently, they just had a big duffel bag filled with chips and they just thought they would go to the casino the, to the cashier enough time so they wouldn't have to pay taxes but you got to keep it under a certain amount of money right. each time <laughs> but i'm not a billionaire well <laughs> a supposed billionaire right yeah. i'm not a lawyer and i certainly don't know anything about laundering money but <laughs> even i would go maybe we should funnel this through a different bunch of different accounts first before we do anything you know, but they're like, nope, just put it all in the in the bribe fund. <laughs> the essential consultants is our current slush fund for moving money around illegally. Let's use that right. for a well, while. Giuliani, we didn't really hit on Giuliani at all, but Giuliani basically said this. He said that it was used. The LLC was used to funnel money. Now, I don't know <laughs> if you 
if you really around money transfers a lot, but the word funnel isn't normally used. <laughs> that is really yeah, he's, the, he's the best. That, that's, he's the best. That's the word you use when you don't want people to know what you're doing. I think okay, he. AT&T sent out a, a, a press statement that said that they confirmed that it paid Cohen for, quote, insights into the presidential administration. It was one of several firms we engaged in early 2017 to provide insights into in understanding the new administration. They did no legal or lobbying work for us, and the contract ended in December 2017. So AT&T what the said- What the fuck yep. does that mean? <laughs> it means nothing. <laughs> insights. It means nothing. That means that we, we thought- that we could use this fund to uh, gain access to the president. And who released this information? Avenatti. And, but it's 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 all confirmed at this he, point. That well, at the last I saw, it was not confirmed. But he was he he was staking his reputation on it. He was like, "We okay. check this. We know this is accurate. We wouldn't have put it out. It if we mm-hmm. wouldn't have put it out if we weren't one hundred percent." And he's when he was on TV with CNN hour or so ago, he said that. I don't remember who remember who it was. It was somebody backed him up. Somebody, some of the news firm backed him up and said, "Yes, this is what this is." Okay. I, well, if you're saying AT and T made a statement saying it's true, so I yeah. guess I, I think it was the New York Times that was backing him up, but it, I'm not I'm not 100 percent on that. I, I would believe you if you said that. I think I think you're right. I think it was New York Times. So I I don't know. This is just another layer of of icing on on the cake, right? This is yeah. we we all know that that Russian <laughs> the cake will never get to eat. Yeah, maybe <laughs> we all know yeah. that that there was collusion. Like the whole idea that there's still an argument about collusion. It's insane. The number of Russian contacts, the meeting in Trump Tower. There's there was collusion. It's quite clear. Well, just even skip over the collusion part. There was conspiracy. Yes. There was there was money laundering and wire fraud and influence peddling and there was all of those <laughs> things <laughs> and way more. That but who's going to stop them? Right. We will when it comes to November when we when, when election times come. By the way, did I mention to. that a guy who spit on the Israeli flag is leading the Republican Party <laughs> in the polls in California? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. That's optimistic. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's sad to me, but to think that the majority of, at least this time around, the majority of the Republican Party has been replaced by Trump-style wackadoos <laughs> instead of viable candidates gives me some optimism for Democratic wins. Yeah, and makes me feel pessimistic about the future of the Republican <laughs> Party. But and for a lot of the just kind of the quote normal Republicans are retiring. They're just leaving. Right. I don't maybe maybe something I don't know. Hopefully it's too much for me to dream, but maybe this is the start of of something new. Mm. Maybe maybe the elephant finally has to die and something has to come and take its place and let all the crazies say that they're let all the tea partiers and all the all the the neo-Nazis say that they're Republicans mm. and have oh for goodness sakes a third a viable third party. Independents yeah, like, or libertarians, whatever you want to call yourselves, or is fine. just people who neo Republican call yourself, right? Neo Republican. <laughs> but it just seems so simple. If one of them, just one of them, and I'm talking like your standard shitbag Republican that only <laughs> wants to get rich people richer, would just stand up and go, "Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not with this lockstep with this president. He's crazy." I want to go back to the old Republican Party. Like, how many people would follow him? I imagine a lot. Yeah. Maybe. 
Yeah. But when these guys, like, do you know, like, Marco Rubio had that article out where he said, he's like, there's no evidence that this tax cut has helped the average American yeah. at all. And then immediately backstepped it so far that it, went, it, that it went crazy to negate what he had said. Because something happened. Someone got to him. And he was like, no, oh, what I meant actually is this and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, damn it, Marco. You you could have been the guy. Yeah. Right? The, pro- the problem is is that the president is still the leader of the GOP. So he has – I don't know how much say, but he has say as to who gets money in their reelection campaign. And Correct. if he says and- Marco Rubio gets zero dollars. Right. Are you sure about re-elected. that? <clears throat> I, I don't know what power he, he is, has. Right. But didn't he, doesn't he – who is the current head of the – GOP. Yeah. Um, I don't know. McDaniel? Ever, yeah, I was going to say, because didn't didn't Priebus try his hand at being a, a Trump he was? member? Right. No, he was. Well, yeah. yeah, Priebus was the head of the RNC. Yeah. yeah. Yes. He, well, I don't, is he still, I thought uh, McDaniel, uh, Rona McDaniel, Rona McDaniel was, <laughs> or, yeah, I know, was, uh, <laughs> I thought, I thought that they were in charge now. I believe you. Okay. Then you got to get your money from small donors. It's possible to do. I'm just saying, like, one of them could step up and yeah, be on the absolutely. right side of history, even though you're still an awful person. You're st- <laughs> Don't worry. You're not going liberal. You can still go, I'm, I'm all about the Second Amendment. I'm all about stopping abortions. I'm just not about Trump. <laughs> right? Like, I think one of them could do it. It probably would have been McCain. But yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Like, just everything is working against us. <laughs> Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, Jared, but then, then I don't know how, especially amongst the people who you're calling to the forefront, how are you, I don't know, how are you that courageous? Because then you have Trump and all his cronies blasting you on one side from the campaign. You have, you know, your Democratic opponents blasting you on the other side from the campaign, and you're just, you know, you, you, you're out there all alone. Well, no one's going to I honestly don't feel the Democrats would, would be blasting you. Like well, not not for saying opponent. that, not for saying that. Like I mean, I mean, eventually you'll have to run against them, yes. But if it's you and the neo Nazi spitting <laughs> on the flag, and and Diane Fe- Diane Feinstein is not going to be talking about you, probably. Probably not. No. Probably because the guy who spit on the flag is beating you, so she doesn't need to talk about you. I don't know. Is there, so? What are you saying, Ian? There's no way out of this mess. Just. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'm trying to regain some optimism. Every time I do this show with you guys, you reinstill a little bit in me, but then I go and read the news and it beats it back out of me. <laughs> well, there's so me- there's so much evidence at this point. There's I mean, any other president would have resigned by this point. Oh, any other president would have been impeached by this point. But for maybe. some reason, he's got a stranglehold. Yeah, maybe. Uh I I can't I certainly can't say that 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 is wrong. Yeah, if, if impeachment takes a lot of work. It does. Well, listen, from what I understand from and the, it should. watching hmm. Rolando's that most Republicans were in step with Nixon up until like the last month before he went. Sure. Mm. And we, that a lot of Americans were with him mm. till I believe till the t- maybe the tapes came out, I'm not sure. So, you know, yes there's an overmounting overamount of evidence against him, but they don't see it or acknowledge it. So I want to go back to this um, slush fund essential consultants mm-hmm. thing for a second. Because one of the things that I find really disturbing about it is so this giant drug conglomerate Novartis and AT&T somehow wrapped their heads around and decided that paying money to a shyster lawyer 
to his essential consultants, they thought that this was a normal thing. They're, they're making it sound like this is a, you know, standard operating procedure. How did they... It is. Yeah. So how much of this goes on that does, is not covered at all? Constant. Mo- mostly 100% of it isn't covered. Yeah. It's <laughs> happening as we speak on numerous different accounts on many, many levels. Wait, you didn't you hear Mike I mean, Pompeo admit to it last week? Where they caught him on tape saying like... Oh, yeah. Pay to play. Like, yeah. If you were a lobbyist and you came to me without ever giving me money, I didn't even talk to you. Right. You didn't, He's didn't like, I only talked to people who gave me money. Right. <laughs> yeah. So wow. to answer your question, <laughs> it is happening on, you know, this scale. It is happening on, you know, every every scale that we cover here on the show. It is happening on, on local levels. It is happening on state government levels. Mm. Um, yeah. The all the time. So the only difference in this case is, is that normally maybe you call the White House or you call whoever and you go, hey, I'd like to get a, a five minutes with the so-and-so. And he's like, well, you better call this guy. And then that guy calls this guy and that guy calls this guy. And it goes through 15 different little things before the money gets settled somewhere. And then you get an appointment. But now you call the Oval Office. He's like, call Cohen. And call Cohen's Cohen. like, deposit money in this account. Hang up. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> But it was fact, a one-two process. Right. But the fact that AT&T's money, Novartis's money, and the money from – what the heck's the name of this company? A uh, Columbus – Columbus Nova? Columbus Nova. A half a million dollars from Columbus Nova is all intermingled together in the same account that play, paid off a porn star. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then the question also is what? how much money is in there now? What else was the money used for? Uh, that sure. was the one thing that uh, Storby Daniels' attorney kept saying was, "We need the records from this. Like, right. We we need to be able to determine what else was paid for." Yeah, but didn't Cohen get like an equity loan to pay off Stormy Daniels? That's what he That's said. That's what he said. Not no. necessarily what he did. No, it's quite possible that he did some sort of real estate maneuver to get the initial money to pay Stormy Daniels. Most of this money that uh, he is talking about came in after the fact, and he says mm. it replenished that fund. And the the AT and T money, the Novartis money, was on top of that. Yeah. So where did that money go? What was it used for? Why isn't I, Cohen in jail yet? That's the that's the big question. <laughs> I mean, okay, so Seriously. you can't you can't charge the president, but why isn't Cohen in jail? Like why? Well, because they're pressing on him because <laughs> they want it more info. Uh, sure, they want to know what he was doing. With this money, why he was accepting it, wh- who he was paying it to, what he was using it for. I think there's, there's a bigger story here. I don't think Cohen is, is you know, the, the sideways beneficiary of just knowing Trump. He, he didn't get this. People didn't give him this money because they thought maybe they might get a word in edgewise. There was a definitive, you know, quid pro quo that came along with this money, I'm sure. Yeah. The best part about all of this, too. Is that when I go down to Facebook and I see my crazy Fox hmm. viewing friends, they think that everybody is making a big stink about this because Trump fucked a porn star. <laughs> right. Could care they're less. Like, <laughs> they're like, man, Obama did this and he sold this and, and you know, and all the bullshit things that, the, you know, I, she sold uh, uranium to the th- to the Russians and you guys are up in arms because he had sex with a porn star. Like, they just can't <laughs> see beyond that part. Like, nobody cares about that part. Yeah, the no. only people right. who should care about that are the evangelical Christians. Or and any Melania. Christians. And Melania. Oh, Melania. Yeah, right. 
Yeah. Well, she's busy being the best. No. no. <laughs> or be best. Be best. Be best. Be best. Be best. <laughs> Don't settle for better. Be best. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Poor Melania. <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs> I feel a little sorry for her. Not a lot. Just a little. I feel so sorry for her. <laughs> this um, is not what she wanted. No. No, I know. Uh, but right. she she made a she made a pact with the devil. <laughs> right. That's why I don't feel that bad. I mean, really, whenever something like be best happens, <laughs> I, I, I feel a little bad because you're right. It never needed to be out in the open. She I don't think I feel bad for her because I don't think she ever wanted to be anything more than a trophy wife. No. And, uh, you know, and have a ton of, you know, security for, for her and Baron. Um, so, you know, when she's made to look foolish on a national stage, I feel a little bad, but. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I, 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 I don't, I'm not angry at her because we, we've never tried to paint her as anything but that. No. And she's never painted herself as anything but that. She, you know, is an acknowledged, I don't think that she would come out and say it outright, but she, Entered into an arrangement where she could live on Park Avenue, have fancy parties, and live in a gold-coated apartment in the sky. This was nothing more than that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and you Wait. accept the the cheating because it's part of the deal. Right. For sure. It's just not out in the open, and everybody knows about it now. Correct. And, yeah, you know, and constant questions, and, you know. Correct. Just Being t- nationally shamed is, it's like, she was, everybody knows what went down. You know, he, he Trump, Trump said that. He just walks around with his wallet and his pants hanging open. Like along a line of models, and was like, eh? no, eh? no, eh? no. Milani was like, yes. And he was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute, who just said no to me? Alicia Machado, that pig. I hope she dies. <laughs> I love that the best is that is that Karen McDougal that after she had sex with him, he pulled out his wallet, and she <laughs> felt so bad and was like, no, no, you don't have to pay me for this. <laughs> <laughs> so this 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 story is going to get ugly and interesting, I think. Well, it's already very ugly, and I I did miss something. the The oligarch, this Victor Vexel, I can't remember his name. Vexelberg. Vexelberg. Yeah, Vexelberg. Yeah. Uh, he he was one of the uh, thirteen Russians who was sanctioned mm. by uh, by yes, Congress. How does that work? He he was oh. under investigation by by Mueller's team and was sanctioned. And required to to I mean he was sanctioned by our government for what a uh, election for meddling in in the election. So he was sanctioned by the Senate. Was he sanctioned by Trump? Did he? Is that one of the ones he let go through? Yeah, the first the the actual sanction against he didn't let the sanctions against the country go through, but the sanctions against these thirteen. Yes. Hmm. That's interesting. I don't know if that was maybe, you know, his way of going, yeah, sorry, dude. An attempt to eliminate yeah. <laughs> someone who, who he was caught up with? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But it just goes, it's more proof that these people, the <gasps> the people who were sanctioned, they weren't sanctioned just on a whim. There was evidence of meddling in the election. And, and he- this guy had, had specifically given half a million dollars to Trump's lawyer. So I wonder but, if um, Trump's lawyer was just holding it for him since his U.S. assets were going to be frozen. Can you can you hold a half a million for me, just you know, so I can get to it if I need it? I think I don't think so because this happened before the sanctions was put in place. Well, if they knew the sanctions were coming, though, uh, the sanctions are going to be coming. Can you hang on to a half a million dollars for me, just so I have some liquid equity and you? So I have some walking walking around money. Yeah. <laughs> 
I've been walking. Uh, we know it's coming, and that's okay. We'll we'll sort it out later. But you know, hang on to this half million for me, just you know, so I have some walking around money in New York. You guys are crazy. <laughs> it's been a full year, and Mueller's come up with nothing. <laughs> nothing. We're wasting time, I wasting you, money. I wish you would hurry up. <laughs> no, I don't want him to hurry up. No. Take your time. Get it done <laughs> right. Do it right. <laughs> and if I find out. <laughs> that you were smacking women around or some, mm. <laughs> some bullshit like that, then yeah. I'm leaving. <laughs> Going to Australia? No. I don't know. No, somewhere colder, because uh, apparently we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Go north, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, nice. All right. Do you have, do, oh, I do have one other thing I completely forgot. I it, it, Somehow I got on to a next page. Uh, Dr. Oz. Y'all remember Dr. Oz? Yeah. I do. Guess who is... He interviewed uh, the healthiest president in the history <laughs> of presidents. Yep. Uh, president Trump just announced he's going to appoint Dr. Oz to his council on sports, fitness, and nutrition. Oh, my God. Dr. Oz. Trump. Who, appointee. by the way, is a, a known fraud, right? Yeah. Dr. Oz? Absolutely. Okay. Just want to double check on that. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I didn't have anything more on that. I just wanted to point it out. It's another. Hey, listen, I heard Han Solo was getting to appointed to the lead the space force. <laughs> when we get that going, <laughs> he won't shut up about that space force. Well, he wants the Star Trek future. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, well, he wants no. the Battlestar Galactica one. <laughs> oh, okay, sure. He, he wants the Star Wars future, <laughs> uh, and he has someone in mind to be emperor. All right. Does anybody have anything else? I do, but it will get the exact same amount of traction as, as the Dr. Okay. Oz story. <laughs> but that's all we need. I just wanted to let you... Did you guys hear about the other tragedy from last night? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, my gosh. Apocalyptic levels of tragedy. Oh. The theme for last night's Met Gala, heavenly bodies, fashion, and the Catholic imagination. Twitter was ablaze with hashtag blasphemy, hashtag ban the gala. I saw that this this morning. I was like, what the hell? Like, they just kept talking about everybody's clothing? Like, yeah. you're not going to believe what Miley Cyrus did. You're not going to believe you what so-and-so should. wore. <laughs> right. Rihanna wore a jeweled miter. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's weird. I'm sorry. I don't yeah. understand. What's the outrage? <laughs> they, the theme for the Met Gala was make your suit or gown Sunday best. The Catholic themed. Yeah, your Sunday best. Yeah. Uh, well, again, I'm looking at a picture of Rihanna. She's wearing a Pope-style miter hat <laughs> that is bejeweled. She has a, you know, and then a oh. a shawl and, and Pope outfit to match, except it's silver and diamonds and gold. and <laughs> Super short. Right. Shine bright uh, like a diamond, baby. Uh, Jared Leto showed up dressed as Jesus. It was, <laughs> it was wacky. I had not heard that in any way. <laughs> Oh, there is Catholic outrage like you would not believe on social media. Wow. Yeah, I did see that. The Met Gala is kind of out of our normal sphere of consciousness, so... <laughs> Reasonable. <Yeah. laughs> that's I'm going through the, the best-dressed celebrities on the red carpet. Oh, that's this one, who is that? Rosie Huntington-Whitley in a custom... Yeah. She's wearing a halo. <laughs> nice. In a gold lame dress. It's very pretty. Yeah. Looney Tunes. The things that the Pope wears are very pretty, too. Yeah. <laughs> one, yeah, one could say that. <laughs> Blasphemy. All right. Uh, I think that's all we have for this week. 
if you enjoyed mm. the podcast, you can support it by sharing it on your social media or leave a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. If you want to contact us, you can do so on Facebook.com slash ProfaneArg or tweet at ProfaneArg, or you can send an email to godless at ProfaneArgument.com. I uh, also want to mention, please check out the other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. You can do that at soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. Uh, other podcasts and things to listen to to fill up your time, travel time, or any time you listen to your podcasts. Uh, I want to uh, thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you, good night, and may our God go with you. Tell me.